for anybody looking to have more discipline, I invite you to constantly look at those promises that you are making to yourself. Audit them. Do they still matter? Do they matter today? Will they matter tomorrow? Will they matter in five years? For those things that are a resounding yes, then those are going to be the things that you really want to prioritize and look at and have those promises that you want to keep to yourself. And for those things where it's like not so much, be flexible with it. Hey, everybody. Emily Avadi here coming to you live from the AG studio. You are listening to another installment of Hurdle Moment from Hurdle, a wellness-focused podcast where I connect with everyone from your favorite athletes to top experts and industry CEOs about their highest highs, toughest moments, and everything in between. We all go through hurdles in life, and my goal through these discussions is to empower you to better navigate yours and move with intention so that you can stride toward your own big potential and, of course, have some fun along the way. Today, I am so excited to be bringing you my conversation with Les Alfred. She is the host of the Balanced Black Girl podcast. She's also a certified yoga teacher. And honestly, her voice is perhaps the most calming thing that I have listened to in months next to my three-minute headspace meditations. (laughs) For today's chat, we are talking all about the power of discipline, how to have it, when to let go, and tools to harness when it feels like your discipline is waning. We also talk about where we can both be more disciplined in our own lives and where discipline has been a total game changer for me personally that is 100% within my morning routine. I'll link to the episode that I did on how to be a morning person in the show notes. Some quick housekeeping to do here. I do want to say a belated happy International Women's Day to everybody listening to this. I know my audience is mostly women. And for that, I am so grateful and so thankful for you and love the opportunity to lift you all up each and every day, just like you do for me. One week till the DC event, more tickets for that are available via the link in the show notes. And if you are not yet following along with the Hurdle Instagram, you're going to want to go over to at Hurdle Podcast because I am hosting a huge giveaway with my friends at Priority Bicycles, offering a $600 gift card to one lucky hurdler. All you have to do is tell me one hurdle that you've conquered recently that made you really, really proud. Make sure you're following along with me also over at Emily Abadi. And with that, (laughs) let's get to hurdling. Today, I am sitting down with Les Alfred. She is the host of the Balanced Black Girl podcast. How are you doing today, Les? I'm I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm good. I um, have been following you on Instagram. We connected after that Today Show segment, and it's just been like a crazy couple of weeks. So for us to finally make this time, I'm really, 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 really grateful for it. Definitely. Well, thanks for having me. I mean, I think your content's amazing. Hurdle's amazing. So I'm happy to be here. Oh, you're so kind. Tell us a little bit about you, about Balanced Black Girl and how you started the show. Yes. I have been a self-proclaimed wellness junkie my 
entire adult life. I actually got interested in wellness when I was in college. I had my first real internship job and uh, was honestly falling asleep at my desk every day and thought that that job was going to be my career. And I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this for another like 40 years, I need to figure out a way to get some energy. Um, And so I started exercising, like actually drinking water, actually eating maybe a vegetable, which at that time when I was 20, like I was not doing any of those things and uh, started noticing a lot of positive changes in how I felt and then feeling a lot more clarity and confidence and energy that I was looking for. And the habits just started snowballing from there, which ended up leading to a career in fitness, which led to blogging, which eventually led to podcasting. (laughs) all of it very symbiotic together. While still, we cannot not highlight this. You are still also on top of all the things that you're doing with Balanced Black Girl, working a conventional nine to five. I do. I have a J-O-B. You said you work in tech, correct? Yes. Yes. I work in tech and then like podcasting, you know, is its own job. And then also like the influencer side of things, it's its own job. So what we are gathering here is that you know a thing or two about today's topic, which is talking about discipline, how to have more of it as someone who basically has at least 1.5 to two full-time jobs, you need to know about discipline. Yes. I would say it's, it's pretty necessary for my, my day to day at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us a little bit about, um, why it is that this topic does resonate with you so deeply. Yeah. You know, I think discipline is something that, I have been able to have with myself from a young age. I've never been someone who needs a lot of external accountability or external motivation. Um, If you're familiar with The Four Tendencies by Gretchen Rubin, I'm like a textbook upholder. Like if I tell myself I'm going to do something, then I do it. And I've done that from a young age. But as I've gotten older, I've had to learn how to balance for not to no pun intended, uh, that upholder tendency with learning how to be kind to myself, because oftentimes those two things don't necessarily go together. And I found that when you are someone who is pretty good at holding yourself accountable for things, you tend to have a lot of behaviors praised that are maybe not the healthiest because to other people and to kind of the systems that be, it seems like a really good thing. Meanwhile, you're like not being very kind to yourself. And so especially over the past few years, I've had to really learn, okay, how do I still maintain these commitments that I've made to myself without like dragging myself through the mud? And it's a daily process (laughs) that I'm still learning. (laughs) Yeah. I, I cannot even imagine having another, like I'm still my, I'm so impressed by you and the amount of work that you're able to just get through during your regular day to day. So talk to me a little bit about where we start when it comes to having discipline with ourselves. I think a lot of it starts with prioritization. So it can feel like everything is important all the time whether that is work, whether that is social obligations, whether that is family obligations, especially for those who are parents or caregivers, that's like a whole different ball game. What I've found is being really helpful is like, okay, what is essential? What is it that needs to get done? Like if I do not do X, Y, Z, are the wheels going to fall off the bus? (laughs) And making those things 
top priority. For everything else that is a nice to have or is maybe a restriction or a deadline or some sort of pressure that I put on myself, that's where I like to go back and reevaluate, okay, is this necessary in this way? Um, Is this a promise that I need to keep to myself in this moment or would it be more kind to myself to give myself spaciousness here? So after those really top priorities have been accounted for. Um, From there, allowing yourself a little bit of spaciousness to pour into yourself a little bit so that you have the energy to keep going. What would you say to people who have difficulty in creating that spaciousness and having that grace with themselves? Oh my gosh. I so get it. I, I literally just went through it this morning. I woke up before my alarm because I was feeling super anxious because production for some of the upcoming episodes of my podcast are just not going how I wanted them to and the production schedule that I wanted to have is just not it's just not working like I'm not going to be able to publish the episodes that I want when I wanted and it literally mm-hmm. like woke me up out of my sleep <laughs> Gosh, not not I good feel you um and I had to be like okay listen I'm in control of this like these deadlines that I've created are not real and if I publish this certain episode a week later to allow myself a little bit more space for it to come together without creating all of this stress for myself, that's okay. And I think sometimes we do have a lot of flexibility, even when it feels like we don't, to either ask for support, to ask for an extension, to find ways to bring on help or to push something back for later to give ourselves a little bit more time. Um, And sometimes admitting that, it it can feel like failure. It can feel like, oh, I'm, I'm not able to keep this promise to myself in this way, or I'm not able to follow through in the way that I wanted. But I actually think that when you're able to give yourself spaciousness, you're able to follow through even better because you're able to do it with kindness and realizing that a lot of the restrictions that we put on ourselves and even the restrictions that other people put on us are not real. It's not. Oh, my gosh. And that's really true, right? Because if you are willing to open yourself up and get a little vulnerable and be like, hey, I could use a little bit of help. I mean, that is something that I've really been leaning into lately. Obviously, you and I share the same self-motivated vibe, and it can be really difficult to look at someone and say, I'm struggling here. But when you do get to this place where you learn how to be okay with that, it can be really special and really like comforting. And we can find so much support in the fact that our communities, our friends, our family members, even our colleagues, they want to show up for you. They want to show up for us if we choose to let them do that. 100%. And then that's when we can really show up for the things that truly matter. Right, right, right. Okay. So the first step to having some discipline with yourself is also, it seems to be having some grace with yourself, knowing that you could put the most perfect systems in play, but there are always going to be some things that fall out of your control. Now, when it comes to actually executing on this discipline, maybe if we start by giving a concrete example, say someone wants to start incorporating, I know that you spoke about this in your episode on discipline, meditation into their regular routine. What advice would you lend to this person if they were interested in being disciplined about that choice? Absolutely. Oh, I love this question. So I think that when we're trying to become disciplined about new habits, it's really all about meeting ourselves where we're at. And I think where a lot of us, and myself included, I've done this too, a lot of us, we tend to go wrong 
creating new habits, trying to create habits for somebody that is not us, maybe trying to create habits for a future version of ourselves. And once that habit is implemented, yes, we can be that future version of ourselves, but who we are today has to be the person to actually do that thing. So if you've never meditated a day in your life, Thinking that you're going to do like a 30-minute silent meditation every day is probably not the best place to start. But if you can literally spend five minutes in the morning meditating before reaching for your phone or maybe during your daily walk, not bringing your phone or your headphones with you and walking in silence and seeing that time as meditation to make it that much easier to meet yourself where you're at, then you can continue building upon that. And that's when that consistency is likely to lead to better discipline with that habit. Such a good recommendation. I mean, what we're talking about here is setting goals that are relevant to what's going on in this person's situation, in this person's life. Another example that I love to give is if you feel as though you are someone that is quote unquote, not good at drinking water, then you're not going to tomorrow start drinking eight glasses of water a day. Instead, if you can set a specific goal that is measurable and relevant to who you are, maybe I'm going to drink two glasses of water today, then celebrate that small win if that's something that you can do regularly because the end game here is doing something that's good for your health, not just health in general, but for you specifically and your body. Oh, 100%. And it's like, if you're someone who wants to drink more water and you love you some Diet Coke, like I'm not going to tell you to not drink Diet Coke, but I'm going to say maybe have a glass of water before your Diet Coke each day because (laughs) you are a Diet Coke drinker. That's who you are. And then you're not compromising who you are and you're helping to reach your goal. (laughs) I love it. You heard it here first. Les says, pre-DC, you've yeah. got to have some H2O. That's the trick. Just it's <laughs> it's like putting behaviors in place for who you already are instead of trying to force yourself to be something else because that just – it doesn't work. It doesn't work. But the cool thing is, is that when you start to adopt these healthier habits, if – that is, you know, what we're talking about with regard to discipline, then over time, you may slowly become a upgraded version of yourself. And then you can adjust or modify your goals or your wants and desires as needed. Exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah. So, okay. So this person now they're meeting themselves where they're at. They're having some grace with themselves. But what do you say to the person who wants to be disciplined in every single area all at once? Oh. <laughs> so talking to my 22-year-old self, is that what we're, uh, <laughs> is that what we're doing here? Um, I think part of it is also defining what discipline looks like for you. Because I also know that there were times in my life where I was trying to be disciplined in every area of my life. Maybe I wanted to perform a certain way at work and then I wanted to perform a certain way at the gym. And then as I was starting to get into content creation, I wanted to be disciplined with that. I was using other people's measures of success for those things. And I think that can be especially tempting when we're trying something new or when we're adopting a new habit. It's like we want to do it exactly how we see someone else do it. And if we're not doing it that way, then it's failure. And I think learning how to 
figure out what discipline looks like in those various areas for yourself is really, really valuable because that way you can gauge like, does this feel good? Am I even aligned to this goal? Like, why do I want to be disciplined in these other areas? What does that even look like for me? Do I need to be? And being able to ask yourself those those questions, I think, can be really, really helpful. Taking a break from today's episode to give some love to my sponsors. First up, my friends at Whoop. Whoop is a digital fitness and health coach that tracks key physiological metrics and provides detailed, actionable feedback to optimize your performance via a monthly membership. I have been wearing my Whoop strap for over two years now. It feels like just yesterday I put it on for the first time. And to put it simply, it makes me want to be a better me and focus on healthier habits. Among my favorite features is the Sleep Coach, which analyzes sleep duration, quality, efficiency, and consistency every single night. Then it provides ideal bed and wake times to help improve my sleep routine and my performance the next day. Thanks to the journal feature, I also know what habits like eating too close to bedtime or slacking on my daily hydration intake can really impact my overall recovery score. And honestly, the gamification is fun and it keeps me honest. I'm hooked on my Whoop data and I know you will be too. Get in on Whoop today with this exclusive offer for Hurdle listeners. Head to whoop.com, that's W-H-O-O-P.com and use the code HURDLE15 to unlock 15% off any Whoop membership. Plus, get the Whoop 4.0 device for free. Again, that is whoop.com. Use the code HURDLE15 at checkout to get 15% off any membership today. Also want to give some love to my friends at AG1 from Athletic Greens. I am, my God, I can't even remember what my life was like before AG1 was a staple in my every morning. With the antioxidant equivalent of 12 servings of fruits and vegetables, plus all this good for you stuff, prebiotics, probiotics, adaptogens, and superfoods, this all-in-one daily scoop really does make a major difference in how I feel. I'm talking boosted energy. My digestion feels better. I won't lie. I swear my skin is better than ever. I can't get enough of this stuff. And I know as my token sponsor for the show, that you will benefit from taking it as well. Of course, AG1 from Athletic Greens has an amazing deal for you. Head on over to athleticgreens.com slash hurdle. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash hurdle to get five free travel packs plus a year's supply of vitamin D for free with your purchase. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash hurdle. No code necessary. Super helpful. And if you are trying to be disciplined to acting on something that you see on social media or basing your own experiences off of somebody else's goals, then there is an inevitable letdown just lingering in your future. And that is what we want to avoid. So getting really honest about the things that you really care about, the things that are, again, we use this buzzword priorities for you is step like, you know, negative one when it comes <laughs> to executing on your personal discipline. 100%. This person then starting to see some small wins in the regular routine, feeling as though they're starting to get things under control. But then 
they have a slip up. Mm-hmm. It happens to all of us. Yes. When you have these slip ups, what is your advice to the people that are listening? Yeah. Oh, slip ups quickly turn into snowballs. Um, and so I think if you can acknowledge it before it snowballs, that can be super helpful. And if you acknowledge it after it snowballs, that's okay to not throw in the towel. But I think it's important to understand like where does a slip up come from? What led to that? What were you either trying to soothe or accommodate for? Or like for me, that's usually my thing is my biggest slip up is usually like screen time on my phone goes through the roof. That's usually like my biggest slip up is how much time did I spend on TikTok today? How much time did I spend on Instagram today? Uh, Far beyond my screen limit goals or nothing that would be considered work by any means. And so when I'm like, okay, why was I doing that? Like, let me question that behavior. I usually find it's because I was procrastinating on some other task. Well, why was I procrastinating on some other task? Because it's really uncomfortable and I didn't know how to do it. And I think I need help, but I honestly don't even know where to turn to for help. So I just zoned out on TikTok instead. And it's like, okay, now that I know why I was uh, conducting this behavior and had this slip up, then I can actually solve the problem instead of then just beating myself up about how I, you know, ruined my screen time metrics and was unproductive and then, (laughs) you know, just go down this whole rabbit hole of continuing. On that note, I feel like we go back to this idea of having grace with ourselves and also recognizing that any single second is your opportunity to start over, right? So if this slip up happens, okay, we have a chance to learn from that execute and understand via the practices that you just explained, and then take that opportunity to then start fresh, literally within seconds, within minutes, maybe it's at the start of the new day. And then you can actually solve what the problem is. Because sometimes when we have these like quote unquote slip ups, we tend to reach for things that maybe make us feel better in that moment. But then as soon as that moment's over, you tend to feel worse. (laughs) (laughs) whether it's from like a sugar hangover or whether it's from a social media hangover, those things don't actually solve the problem. And then what happens is what was initially bugging us is still bugging us. And then also whatever it is that we were doing to self-soothe that didn't actually help also makes us not feel that great. So by solving the initial problem or getting to that root of it, that's when we can actually find the relief. Definitely. Definitely. So When we think about discipline and like kind of take a step back for a second and zoom out and we think about how tiring discipline can be at times, I think this is probably the biggest quote unquote complaint that we see, especially, I mean, coming from a little bit more of a sympathetic lens, a lot of us feel extremely burnt out from the last couple of years, navigating gestures loosely, how everything is going in the world. So for those people that feel like they don't have the capacity for discipline, what do we say to them? Yeah. I say don't, but I say that like, don't, don't, then don't do the thing. Just don't. And then if you're not going to do the thing, own not doing the thing. Like don't sit and ruminate over that thing that you're not doing. Let it go and try again another time. But what happens is that we tend to like decide we're not going to do the thing. Like, okay, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm not going to go for that run or clean the house or whatever the thing is. 
And then we sit and then we think about how much we should be doing the thing. And like, if you're not going to do it, that's okay. Don't do it and let it go. And maybe do it next time. Maybe don't, but let it go. It's hard, right? It feels it feels easier said than done at times. I think sometimes when it comes to discipline, bringing us kind of full circle here, you have to think again about the things that bring you that enjoyment. And that thought, that remember, like that moment in your head is going to be the thing that motivates your discipline. Even on the days where you don't feel like it, there's a difference between being like, I am so burnt out. This week has been hell. I just, I literally cannot right now versus like being a little tired in your bed in the morning, knowing that your bed feels good, but also knowing you're going to feel a lot better if you get up and move your body for 30 minutes. Oh yeah. That being able to distinguish that is key. Absolutely key. I also think something that can be really helpful that we haven't touched on yet when it comes to discipline is roping other people into your experience, finding yourself some sort of an accountability buddy for the things that you might need a little extra love on when it comes to holding firm in that discipline. Have you ever done anything like that? Have you ever reached out to accountability buddies for that? I definitely have. I definitely have. It's something that I personally struggle with as someone who is usually very hard on myself, it's like all day long, I'm repeating to myself the things that I need to be doing. And then as soon as someone else asks about it, I'm like, (laughs) it's on repeat in my head all day. But I do think that for those people who are not like the upholder, who need a little bit more of that external motivation, it can be so helpful. I think a place where we really see this be particularly helpful is in fitness. Like I spent 10 years working as a personal trainer. So for clients who were seeking my support, knowing that they paid me for a session or that I would be looking for them if they didn't show up for the gym would be incredibly helpful. Or those people who love group fitness and like that is what keeps them in it. It can be incredibly, incredibly helpful. What other tips do you have for us? Anything we haven't touched on yet? Goodness, that's a great question. You know, when I think about discipline and when I think about times where I need to muster up a little bit more discipline than others, it's usually when I'm thinking about keeping a promise to myself. And I find that when I'm able to best follow through with that, it's when I've made a promise to myself that feels really meaningful versus the times that I don't. It's like maybe I made a promise to myself that I'm like, oh, actually, I didn't care that much about that. (laughs) And so for anybody looking to have more discipline, I invite you to constantly look at those promises that you are making to yourself. Audit them. Do they still matter? Do they matter today? Will they matter tomorrow? Will they matter in five years? For those things that are a resounding yes, then those are going to be the things that you really want to prioritize and look at and have those promises that you want to keep to yourself. And for those things where it's like not so much, be flexible with it be flexible with it. What would you say right now you are focused on in terms of discipline? What are you trying to be more disciplined with in your life? Yeah, I love this question. So I would say for me, definitely is my finances. I'm like literally so close to paying off my student loans that I have had (laughs) for a really long time. Uh, And it's going to be the first time in my adult life, like not having debt and not having that kind of burden over my head. And I graduated with a lot of debt and it's taken a long time to pay it off. And I've had a lot of discipline with it 
for a long time, which is why I'm so close to paying it off. But really being in the home stretch, like there's so many times where it would be so tempting to like go to Aritzia and get the TikTok, that girl aesthetic going. <laughs> want to so bad. And then I log into my statement and I'm like, man, you know, those items would probably feel really good in the moment when I'm buying it. But like putting that towards knocking down this debt for me would actually feel far better for far Mm -hmm. longer. And so I keep making the choice to do that over and over. Um, so that's been pretty rewarding. <laughs> we love discipline in finances. I feel like lately, uh, money for me has been like a hot button topic of thinking about investing and budgeting and just being a little bit better with it. I think it also goes hand in hand with tax season. So <sighs> I totally, totally hear you. The creator tax season. Eye oh my roll. gosh. It is every year. It gets real, real. <laughs> <laughs> what else excites you right now, Les? Oh, that's such a great question. You know, I'm excited about spring. We were kind of talking about this earlier before we started recording. I feel like I just come alive when the days become longer. We can spend a little bit more time outside being active. It's just that time of year when so many of us kind of come alive. And I'm I'm really excited to move towards longer days. You and me both. (laughs) I am feeling excited about spring. I'm also feeling really excited to be disciplined after this conversation. (laughs) Talk to me a little bit. Tell the hurdlers where they can find you, where they can follow along with you, keep up with you. Give us all of your details. Yes. So you can find my podcast, Balance Black Girl, wherever you're listening to this podcast. We're we're here too, coming out with new episodes every Tuesday uh, with myself, other women of color wellness experts, talking about all things wellness. We talk about health, nutrition, hormones, spirituality, personal development, finances, like anything related to well-being. So you can find me there. And then I'm on Instagram at Balanced Less. We love it. I'm over at Emily Abadi and at Hurdle Podcast. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time. <laughs>